What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's bonus podcast, where my desire is to take Sunday's message just a little bit deeper. As always, we hope that this helps you and that this blesses you. If it does, please sure to share this message with someone else. All right, well, welcome back, everybody. This is none other than Pastor Josh. and I'm so excited with the opportunity to come and to connect with you all. It's been a few weeks since we've done this. My family um, have, we've been on this rhythm every July where we have our summer with friends and I take a break from preaching and it allows me to focus my energy and efforts on other areas of the church. And uh, during this time, it's typically a season of rest for me. Um, This past year, my wife and I were able to actually go on vacation. And so we stepped away for two weeks and, um, we are grateful for the church for holding it down and um, continuing to lead at a high level while we were away. But um, nonetheless, it's good to be back. And um, not only were we back, but we started a brand new teaching series that we called Family Meeting, going from surviving to thriving at home. And, you know, a couple of things about this and uh, our aim and, and what we hope to accomplish with this series And that is every year we do a series on family. It's actually one of the most requested topics we talk about as a church. Um, Every church is different. Every church has its unique DNA and um, needs. Um, But one of the things that we have seen with Lighthouse Church here in the North County is that there is a hunger uh, for people to get more content on teaching, marriage, um, relationships. And so we've seen... Um, every time that we do this, just an increase in engagement with the church. And so it's a highlight. We're excited to be doing this. And uh, we kicked it off on Sunday with this sermon uh, that I entitled, We Are Not Keeping Up with the Joneses. Funny thing is later that Sunday, my my son was scrolling on Amazon Prime uh, trying to find something to watch. And he saw the movie uh, pop up, Keeping Up with the Joneses. So clearly, Alexa is listening to our conversations and making recommendations. It's neither here nor there. But uh, I think my son realized that keeping up with the Joneses is a figure of speech. And it's a figure of speech where people are constantly trying to keep up with what their neighbors are doing, with what other people are doing, with what people are wearing, with what culture is doing, what's current, what's trendy. And um, they call that keeping up with the Joneses. And uh, my thesis and and really my aim for this sermon was to remind the church and and you who are listening now, I hope you've had an opportunity to catch the message. And if you have, uh, you'll see that there was really three things that I wanted to pull the church back into when we talk about our family and about building our families and leading our families. And uh, Sunday was foundational. It was foundational because as much as people want to get practical information and tips and and how do I, um, you know, win in my marriage? How do I win in my relationship with my children? All those things we're going to talk about. We're going to give you the practical applications. But what I said was practical applications, absent of spiritual formation, is still missing the mark. And so we, 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 we use this introductory message to bring people back to these three things. Number one, we need to point our children back to Jesus. We need to point our children back to Jesus. That's, that's key. Um, that's, that's something that we have to, um, recognize, uh, because here's what I've seen. And, 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 and as a youth pastor, I, I, I saw a lot of this as well. 
Lot, lots of times parents miss the mark with their children when they are pointing their children to the church, when we're just pointing them to the activities in the church, when we are just pointing them to the busyness of the church. And as a pastor, I'm obviously not speaking out against those things, but I think we miss it when we emphasize the church absent of the person of Jesus. And um, we've got to make sure that we are teaching our children, first and foremost, that Jesus is not a historical figure, but he is our king. And we build our life on Jesus. We build our families on him. Uh, This is what the writers talk to us when they call Jesus the cornerstone. We build our lives on him. Everything is built on the foundation of who he is, not just as the son of God, but the son of God who was then slain before the foundations of the world, not just dying for me, but dying as me and and then eventually resurrecting and 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 now being seated at the right hand of the Father, who is our king and and, and we build our lives on him, and it's so important, listen to me, Mom and Dad, it is so important that we teach our children to fall in love with Jesus. We have got to model Jesus, we have got to continually point them to jesus and and I say that because um there are too many families that that miss it here. We're we're teaching standards. Um, we're, we're teaching do's and don'ts. Um, we might even be teaching them how important getting to church on Sunday is. And listen, that is correct. But absent of Jesus, um, you have the danger of leading them to a path of of re- religious behavior, religious dogma. You you cannot have the practices without the person. Do you have the person of Jesus in your life? And are you handing Jesus down to your children? So that was first and foremost, the priority. And and listen to me, mom and dad, every opportunity you get, point them to Jesus. Every opportunity you get, make sure they understand why we do this. Make sure that we are not handing down a religion, but we are handing down a relationship and it is a relationship with Jesus. That's point one. Point two was, that the church now becomes our family. And again, if we treat church like an event that we attend, if we treat church as a a program that we sit in, we're going to miss the point of the church. And and the church is now the body of Christ. It is the family all fit together, everybody doing Everybody doing the things that God has uniquely designed and called them to do, but the family fitting together, the body of Christ, carrying out his mission here on this earth. Again, if, if, you're bringing your, if you're bringing your children to the church absent of teaching them that the church is not an event and the church is not a program, but that it is a family to belong to, you're going to create a religious attitude in your children or your children will see you as a religious person. And mom and dad, I, I think that it's so important that we get this right, that, that, that we owe it to our children to teach them how these things, that, that, that we worship King Jesus and the church is our family, that when we do these things, we, we are giving them the why behind the what. We are giving them the why behind the what. Oftentimes we lead with the what. What do we do? Well, on Sundays we go to church. What do we do? On Wednesday we go to youth group. What do we do? Well, these are the behaviors. 
you've got to give your children the why, especially this next generation that is coming. This is just a generation that will Google the why. This is the generation that will YouTube the answers. This is the generation that will look the TikTok for the reasons. This is a generation that doesn't want to just be told what to do, but why to do it. And so mom and dad, it behooves you to equip yourself to know the why behind the what, and that you are communicating the why behind the what, and that we're letting them know that, hey, listen, we, we go to church not because it's an event that we attend, but it's a body that we belong to. We are a family, and we want to be a good family member. I was thinking about this analogy, and um, every family's got... Uh, everybody, every family's got people that uh, have their unique characteristics, but may not be so unique, meaning there are people that seem to play these roles in all kinds of families. And so I think about the uncle that may not pull his weight, the, 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 the brother that doesn't, that, that doesn't contribute his share, uh, the, the, the person in the family that you know you can never count on. Okay, I just use that for an analogy because in our natural families, we have those, but in Christ's family, we have those too. But we teach that we're not going to be that member of the family, that we want to be a good member of the family. We want to be that family member that can be called upon. We want to be that family member that is responsible. We want to be that family member that is accountable. Because in God's family, yes, there's going to be all that come. And that's part of the family. You come as you are. Or you, we don't let you stay as you are. We encourage you to become all that God has called you to be. But in this big, beautiful, multi-ethnic, multi-generational family, this family that is the fulfillment of God's promise to Abraham. We want to be a good family. And then the last thing we talked about was we've got to now, as followers of Jesus and as members of this family, let the love of God compel us to live honorably in a world that is becoming increasingly more hostile to the church. Um, again, please listen to my message where I talk some more about this. I, I don't want to unpack the whole thing in this deeper pod because that's the purpose of the message that you would hear that first and tease out these ideas some more on here. But, um, you know, the level of persecution in the American church is nothing compared to some of the persecution happening in other parts of the world. The body of Christ is indeed under persecution, but I would say, um, our view of persecution, let's, let's, let's not overreact. Um, it's, it's not as bad as other places in this world, but at the same time, let's be aware that times are changing. And as the times change, values change. And as values change is they're increasingly going against the values that we have as followers of Jesus. This is not a new thing. Peter wrote to the early followers of Jesus and said, this is how we behave when this happens. So Lighthouse, I just encourage you that we need to continue to live honorably so that those who do not know God will come to know him, that we will overcome evil with good. And when they see our good deeds in the, in the face of persecution, when they see our good deeds in the face of a culture that's pushing back, when they see our good deeds in the face of a generation that's going sideways, that they would see and glorify our God. And beyond that, that they would one day come to the knowledge of him and into a relationship with him as well. So this was the foundation of our podcast. I'm sorry, of our Sunday message that I wanted to unpack with you some more here in our deeper podcast, but I'm excited to be in this teaching series. I'm excited for uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, I've been studying and preparing and I cannot wait 
Um, but more to come on that next week. So thanks for tuning in. I hope this is helpful. And if it is, please share it. Well, hey, listen, that's all I have for you today. I hope that this has been helpful and I hope that it has taken you a little bit deeper. As always, we want to hear from you. Send us comments, questions, and feedback. You can send that to us on email at info at lighthousechurchnc.org. So until next time, this is Pastor Josh. You take care and you have an incredible day.